This is the NBL Show. Play NBL Fantasy for free. You could win $5,000 plus daily prizes at nbl.com.au slash fantasy. Uh, very good evening. Welcome to the NBL Show, part of the Sporting Capital on SEN. Sam Hargraves, joined as always by NBL champion, commentator, broadcaster, just all-round good guy, Pete Hooley. Hello to you. Oh, mate, what an intro. I really appreciate that. <laughs> that is one of the nicest things anyone's ever said. Uh, it's deserving. Uh, don't forget, you can watch the Hungry Jacks NBL, SBS Viceland, ESPN, SBS On Demand, Twitch, all games before 7.30. They're on SBS Viceland, all games after. They're on ESPN, all games streamed on SBS On Demand and Twitch. Heap to get through, Pete. We're going to be joined by a guy that I think could just be the next big thing in Australian basketball. You and I love him. Joe Lawala Chul just continues to get mm. better and better. His confidence is sky high. His performances have been superb coming off the bench for Melbourne United this year. Um, they are back in the winner's circle and we'll go through all the results and we'll get your holy hierarchy as well. But it's been a big week in the NBL and a real proud moment it must be said too today. Uh, watching the NBA, Houston Rockets in action and uh, one particular play that caught my eye was Jay Sean Tate who was all NBL first team last year was an undrafted player out of college, comes to the NBL, has an all-NBL first-team year, uh, is picked up by the Houston Rockets, is in the top three contenders for Rookie of the Year. He was just getting over uh, mid-court on a fast break. He looks up, and who's coming through open into the lane? Cam well, Oliver. Cam Oliver, who has a 10-day contract with Houston, uh, crossing from the Cairns Taipans. He was in his second year here. They aren't having a good year. He still was, and he gets an opportunity to play uh, at the highest level. It was a great moment and one that all NBL fans in the NBL should be really proud of. Oh, it was awesome, wasn't it? Just the way it all set up. The stars aligned to have those two playing together, and they both ended up in a great situation. The Rockets have really struggled. Injuries have been insane for the Houston Rockets. And mm-hmm. Sean Tate has had so many opportunities to show what he's capable of, which you don't really get that. If he got signed to another team, he plays sporadic minutes, never gets to really feel comfortable. They had no other choice but to throw him out there all year. And he's delivered and shown that he belongs in the NBA. And Cam Oliver today, in 19 minutes, showed that his game is NBA caliber, which... Honestly, if I'm a Cairns Taipans fan, I'm worried because I do not think we're going to see Cam Oliver back next year. Yeah, I mean, it's it's only his first game, isn't it? But he had four points in, in the in the minutes that he had, and uh, he did a couple of really nice things. So um, that's just one game of a, of a 10-day contract. So it's, it's just a wait-and-see situation, but it's an exciting one. And again, it's just another feather in the cap of a league that um, is, is showing that if you can't quite find your way into the best competition in the world, then there is a spot for you in the second best and probably a way back in. Mm, absolutely. There's just... It's such an exciting time for the NBL and everybody gets to look at how good this league is to prepare you for the NBA. So, so many big things to come for so many elite guys. And a few guys this year that we've seen, I don't know if we'll see next year. There's someone out west. There's a Melbourne United guy. There's a few around who are going to have their eyes set on the NBA. So, he ended up, in the time that I was watching him, he had four points in about nine minutes. He ended up with 13 points in 19 minutes, did Cam Oliver. He had three rebounds and two assists. And Jay Sean Tate had 12 points, eight assists, seven rebounds in 31 minutes. Uh, and they went down by 11 points to the Portland Trailblazers. So that, that is a big story uh, for the NBL that's played out today. Uh, what else has caught your eye over the uh, over the weekend, Pete, in the oh, last week? I mean, the big one, isn't it? The big one is Will Magne. That's the big one right there, Will Magne signing with the you, Perth Wildcats. You tipped us into this. You tipped Last week, that wasn't official when we went to air with the NBL show last Wednesday night, and it was uh, last uh, 
Tuesday night. Tuesday. Um, and you tipped us into that, and you were 100% right. Well, there's been a, there was a lot of talk for a while, and there's a lot of contractual stuff that had to be sorted, but it will magnate to the Wildcats. What a great piece that's going to be for him. Uh, hasn't suited up yet. I'm sure he's just getting ready to figure out how the system works. Great system to go to. Winning culture to go to. But we're going to see him soon as they lead towards the finals. And what an exciting piece that's going to be for the Perth Wildcats and the Red Army. It certainly will. Let's go through the results for a shortened round 17. Uh, round 18 uh, begins tonight between the Illawarra Hawks and the Adelaide 36ers. So the 36ers are a story mm, worth talking about. They won three on the march now. They currently sit, uh, they're still in uh, seventh place, but they're only a win outside uh, the top four. So it's really tight at the moment uh, for that fourth, uh, third and fourth spot. Uh, and we'll go through the ladder in just a moment after we've gone through the results uh, of round 17. So South East Melbourne, Phoenix, Melbourne United in a throwdown. South East Melbourne still with that Ryan broke off. Um, it was an 11-point win in the end of Melbourne United. Um, they come back. They bounce back well after that loss to Perth, which denied them uh, 12 in a row, 82 to 93. Jock Landau, the story, 27 points, 11 rebounds. Isaiah Liafa continuing to show what he's capable of. He had 19 points for South East Melbourne. But Jock Landau... Um, continues to put his name uh, right under the noses of the scouts that are watching the NBL. Oh, absolutely. He was dominant. So efficient in this one. He played like the 27 minutes. But I think it's it's worrying science what we see from the Phoenix. Have been hurt with so much distractions with injuries. Kiefer Sykes, they haven't seen Dane Pinot all but 16 minutes all year. So really worrying science for the Phoenix to find that consistency. And Ryan Brokoff, I think they're hoping he can be back this round. But fractured eye socket is always going to be tough to play with. And uh, he looks like he said he's got his vision back. He's all good there and hoping to get back. They need him. He was playing really good basketball. Not only that, but... He wants to start playing consistent basketball leading into the Olympics. We're getting closer and closer to the Olympics. We are. So he's a bit worried if about that. they go that. ahead, but yep. Oh, well, that's another story for yes. another day. There's a lot going on there, isn't there? Um, but yeah, it's, let's hope that he can get back and the Phoenix can make a, a good little run here because they need to turn things around. The other teams are doing South East Melbourne a favour at the minute by not winning games that they should. They've lost four out of their last five. South East Melbourne, and there's a big week coming for them. They've got three games coming up in mm. round 18. So... I get the feeling that this is a season-defining round for them, and and uh, I'm not sure is that if that's how you're seeing it. 100 percent, they need to, but they need to show that they have that consistent basketball because you talk about those teams in those the two spots of the finals are locked away, Melbourne and Perth. They are going to be there. Those other two spots are now up for grabs, and you've got a hot, hot, hot Adelaide 36ers team coming really late in this season, wanting to get these wins, and their next three games are Sydney-based, where the Kings and the Hawks twice. These are two double-point games. If the Sixers can control this, win two out of those three, all of a sudden we're legitimately talking about them being in finals. If they get to the finals, Sammy, you do not want to play them in a series with a full, healthy roster that they currently have. Uh, Absolutely. So South East Melbourne, just back to them, have got New Zealand and Cairns in the first two games. So those have just got to be wins. That's unconditional. Then Mm. they've got another throwdown Saturday night, John Kane Arena. Get your tickets, Ticketek, at the moment. Um, They've got to win that too. I mean, you, 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 this is who you're going to be playing. If you want to win this year, you're going to have to go through Melbourne United. They need to get another throwdown win to well, set them up for the for the back section of this year. That's going to be the toughest part, isn't it? I think that game actually got moved to the Sunday with all the COVID schedule changes for uh, Melbourne United and the South East Melbourne Phoenix. I uh, did too. Sorry, yep, Sunday afternoon, 3 p.m. It's going to be a huge game. So you get along to that one. Tickets at Ticket Deck, like you said. That game is going to be – that's a season-defining game for them because, as you said, there's just no excuse. You've got to beat the Breakers. 
and you've got to demolish Cairns. You can't yep. just scrape over. You've got to play that basketball to go into that game and try and knock off the favourites to win it all. So Cairns and the Bullets, are the, the second game of just the four-game round 17. So Brisbane still hanging around. They're in touch. It was a nine-point win for them. Nathan Sobey back to the form that has him in contention for the MVP, 25-9-5. and five. So 25 points, nine rebounds, five assists. Jason Kadee was massive, the skipper, 21 points, four of seven from outside the arc. Uh, and Nate Jawai uh, had 25 points uh, just winding back the clock uh, for him. So that's what we expected there. So Brisbane hanging around. Kings in a mini, just a mini slump. Mm. They've lost two in a row. Um, they went down to the 36ers, and this is what you were talking about. Nine-point win to the 36ers, who have won three on the march now. Um, Josh Giddy another triple-double. That's his third this season. I think he's third in four, four or five games. games. Yeah. Um, and Daniel Johnson, 20 points for him. Uh, and Jarrell Martin was big for the Kings, 25 points, and Casper Wade 17 and 9 assists. So that was a really, really good win for the 36ers in Sydney. They were down 16 midway through the third quarter, yep. one in overtime. That's, you talk about a season-defining win. I know they're leaving their run late, but to show that they can win that kind of game, they're going to take a lot of confidence into this little stretch, a lot of away games. But if they can just tick one off at a time, it's going to keep Josh Giddy playing because every, all the talk is pull Josh Giddy now. His stock can't go much higher. But he said it's, he's pushing for the finals. When they're mathematically out of equation, I think we, lo- we lose Josh Giddy. So the way they keep winning is good for Adelaide fans and good for the Sixers. Uh, so Perth finally get a win over New Zealand. They'd lost their last two against the Breakers, 98-84. to 84. It was pretty comprehensive and comfortable for them in the end. They've won two in a row now after dropping those games against New Zealand in the last five-game stretch. So Bryce Cotton, just superb, mm. 32 points, 10 assists. John Mooney, though, I mean, his form is all NBL form. I mean, whether it's first team or second team, but he came off a, a huge performance against Melbourne United, backs it up with 27 and 8, um, and Delaney had 21 for the Breakers, and <sighs> Webster had 20. But John Mooney, I mean, He's what a revelation this guy is. He's number, he'll be in the NBA next year with what he's dished up. But uh, that game against Melbourne United, I, I was courtside commentating for that one. He shut me down, Sammy. We, we spoke to him the night before. We did. And I spoke to him post-game as the Bunnings Trade player of the game. Yes. And I said, just as I was trying to say, is Bryce Conn in a bit of a shooting slump? But I was going to say how he's still having a massive positive impact on the game with 10 assists. As soon as I said shooting slump with Bryce Conn, big fella shut me down. He's yep. like, no, 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 no slander here from the greatest player in the game. I like and it. I was like, I like it. So note putting to you, self, putting you right, right in, my place. in your place. And getting right behind. Note to self, Pete, lead with the 10 assists and then go to their last part. Yeah, they call that the proverbial sandwich. You've, you've, you've got to give the, the outer layers before you give the... <laughs> I learned my lesson and John Murphy did it nicely with a big smile. What a, what a great revelation he's been. I'd love to see him in the league. He dominated for years, but he deserves the big stage. Just quickly, before we come back with Joe Luala Chul, your five teams in the Hooli Hierarchy, your four teams, sorry, in the Hooli Hierarchy. Well, Melbourne and Perth, they're concreted there. They're not going to leave. The Adelaide 36ers are playing the next best basketball in the league, no doubt. And I think that last one, it's going to be really hard to choose. Your bullet's got to win, but the Breakers, again, they're they looking better. It's just going to be really hard. It's probably impossible for the Breakers, but they're going to go home, so you'll be playing better basketball. Phoenix, too inconsistent for mine. Hawks just signed Timmy Conrad. Veteran is yep. into, the, into back. the team. So maybe I'll throw the Hawks in there for the veteran. Hey, and we forgot to talk about Melbourne United Ooh, signing uh, one of our greats in uh, in David Anderson. So we will talk about that on the other side of this when we chat about Joe Luala Chul as well. This is the NBL Show, part of the Sporting Capital on SEN. You're listening to the NBL Show. 
play NBL Fantasy for free. You could win $5,000 plus daily prizes at nbl.com.au slash fantasy. Welcome back to the NBL show, part of the Sporting Capital on SEN. Sam Hargraves, NBL champ Pete Hooley with you. Uh, standing by, waiting patiently, Joe Lawala Chul. Can't wait to have a chat to the big man. But, uh, Pete, it's been, a, it's been a really big week for Melbourne United. They welcome back one of the greats of Australian basketball in David Anderson. Just played uh, a little cameo uh, in the throwdown win. They'll be expecting more minutes from him. But it's a, a big weekend for them as they look to keep stringing wins together. The loss to Perth in the last round. They've bounced back really quickly with the throwdown win. And uh, they've got uh, an important week and a tricky week with Perth and South East Melbourne again uh, this week. So to tell us all about it, a guy who you and I uh, mm. are both massive fans of, uh, he just continues to take his game to new levels week in, week out, coming off the bench for Melbourne United. He is pivotal uh, in their run through the finals. Joe Luala Chul joins us. Hello, Joe. How you guys doing? Uh, we're very well, mate. Geez, things are rolling very nicely for Melbourne United uh, from a team point of view, but also you personally. Uh, I love your story. You came over here, I think, at about the age of six from South Sudan, and um, what you've been able to do, ended up at Baylor College, playing through Europe. You come back to the NBL in your second season now as a professional and just going from strength to strength. It's a wonderful story. You're in wonderful form. Life must be good. Yeah, for sure. Um yeah, I'm just, I don't know if you guys can tell, but yeah, I'm just really having fun out there. Um, there's not much I uh, like more than um, pooping. I'm, I'm a basketball junkie in a sense. I just, yeah, I'm, I'm glad I get to do it and I'm privileged I get to do it as a job. But yeah, I just really love hooping. Well, we can definitely tell you're having fun with it. Yep. And I remember when I caught up with you after one of your – you had a few uh, player of the games with some outstanding performances, and uh, we had a chat. And just your role, you're coming off the bench. I think you started that game, and we, we spoke a little bit about the different role you have to play when you start and come off the bench. Your initial role this season, what did Dean Vickerman speak to you? Because it looks like when you come out there, you speak about having fun. You told me your words, which you love to hear, is no one can stop me. What What is your mental role coming into this season that you've just dominated in? Um, I mean, I think a lot of it just comes down to how much I put into my game. Like, I work so much in my game. Um, you know, and Dean's there every day and he sees it and he knows what I'm capable of. Um, it would be different if I was just, um, if I mean, I was just out there shooting a whole bunch of shots and they weren't going in. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, I feel like he just trusts in my work and I, and I trust in my work as well. And um, it's, it's all just uh, just paying off at the moment. Well, we know how Melbourne, every team likes to do individual workouts. How often do you get to do ball handling in yours? Because I've seen there's been plenty of times this year you get that ball off the rim and you're going through the legs, bringing it up as a point guard. It looks like you enjoy that kind of role as a guard. You're kind of a guard trapped in a big spotty. Yeah, a little bit. Even when we do um, individual workouts in the morning, I'm, um, I, I'm always doing the guard workouts with the guards. Um, I'm never really down there with the bigs much. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's a part of the game that I really love and a part of the game that um, I know I can do and I guess kind of separates me from other big men. And I, I try to use that uh, to my advantage as much as I can um, when it's game time. I really noticed that against Colton Iverson a couple of games ago, mm. Joe. You you really look like when Jock went out in the opening 30 seconds of that game, you were so keen for that matchup. You looked like you really wanted to go uh, at the big guy, and it was the way you did it, using that ball handling, using that speed, using that agility to your advantage. But you, you seemed to really want to butt heads with him physically as well, and, and I could really get the sense of how much you were enjoying that challenge, so much so that when Dean went to pull you out after your second foul, you went, no, nah, no, nah, keep me in here. I've got this. 
Yeah, I mean, for sure. Um, I mean, as a big, you also cannot shy away from physicality. I feel like that's a part of a game that, as a big, you really have to relish. And Colton's been one of the, I mean, standout guys as far as, like, rebounds, him, John Mooney, just as far as just how physical they are and how, like, I guess physically important they are, uh, Colton more so than John Mooney. But, yeah, it's just, yeah, I really just enjoy that. Um, um, they're both great players and um, just great measuring sticks for me, I guess, just going against um, other great bigs in this league. Well, we saw that big streak that Melbourne United went on before losing to the Wildcats. And, and we talk about back at the start of the season. What do you think has changed in the way that you guys were playing back then, NBL Cup, around then when, when you hit a couple of rough patches to going on that winning streak where it looked like you guys are playing your best basketball, had one slip up to the Wildcats and then straight back to some dominating form against the Phoenix. What is it about the current form that Melbourne United is in that makes them so hard to stop? Um, I think a lot of it comes down to, you know, Dean. Um, he just just tells us every single day just to be confident in our game and let our offensive talents kind of shine. Because um, we already know our staples defense, and that's the one thing that regardless of what's going on in the game, whether we're making shots or not making shots, we just want to be the best def- defensive team in the league. So knowing, knowing that is our staple, it just kind of uh, just gives us the comfort to be able to um, just – I guess let our offensive talents kind of shine through. Joe, I was listening to Alira Lear, the, the Port Melbourne AFL, uh, Port Adelaide uh, AFL player, earlier today on SEM with Gary and Tim, and he was speaking about for his point of view and his perspective, uh, and the other uh, South Sudanese and Sudanese players in the competition, how seriously they take their the, their roles as uh, as mentors and role models for the South Sudanese and Sudanese communities. That's something that would ring true for you as well in what you've been able to achieve in basketball, and um, is that something that's really close to your heart as well? Yeah, 100%. Um, uh, I just want to be the best role model I can possibly do. Um, I'm currently working on some stuff uh, that you guys will probably see in the near future of me just um, reaching out to the community and just um, helping in the best way I can. But that's definitely a passion for me, um, just giving back to my community and also just being somebody that kids growing up can um, look to as a, as a role model and kind of, um, I guess, know that they can – I guess, strive to be anything in life, uh, not just through sports, but just um, through uh, different avenues in life. How big a role can sport play? For a lot of us, we wouldn't understand, uh, the, 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 I suppose, the, the, just how big of a, 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 a difference it is to come to a country from a country like South Sudan uh, and, and just how contrasting the, the, the two places are. And when you come to a new place and find a new home, how big a role can sport play in, in helping you find your feet and, and, and find your roots in a, in a community when, when you are coming from such a different place and finding a new home in the world? Yeah, I mean, for me, it played a huge role. Um, you know, being here, um, going to a primary school in Perth um, was a huge culture shock, but what kind of what helped me make friends was being able to go out and lunch and recess and playing playing soccer or playing you know AFL at the time I didn't know the rules I was just running with the ball but <laughs> you know just just being out there and playing different sports and I, um, it just kind of helps break down you know the wall that you you kind of build because um, you know you're different but um, yeah being in the sports it just helps just break down walls and just, mm. just I guess it just really helped me just make friends friends that I'm still really cool to this day. That's beautiful. Well, you said you were a basketball junkie, so I've got to bring this up. Ex-Baylor Bear, yeah, March Madness. 
The guys got oh, it done. Yes. Now, how how much did you tune in? Do you watch many of the games? Do you still tune in with everything that goes back on back at your old school? Yeah, 100%. Me and Coach Drew are really cool. We have a really good relationship. Um, I was watching every single... I think I watched every single game in March Madness. Um, I didn't gamble or bet do anything, but <laughs> yeah, I was, um, I was... I mean, I was really in tune with them. I knew they, were, they should, I knew they, they could have won it last year as well, but then COVID came through. But going to this year, I knew they were going to be a problem. Um, those guys are tough over there, man. Joe, it's, uh, it's just great to catch up with you. As I said, I, I love your story. I love what you been doing this year um we we just think that this that the, the we often talk when we're commentating games that when no one's really sure how how high your ceiling is and uh we just are really enjoying watching you make your journey mate so uh good luck with everything this year and to what's to come uh it's an exciting time for melbourne united and i'm sure for you personally as well and we'll speak to you again soon yeah, thank you guys so much for having me uh he is a star pete hooley and from your estimation, if he continues on the trajectory that he's going at the moment, the, the, the improvement even from last year to this year, where is his final, not his final place in basketball, but where, where could he get to? Oh, I mean, he's NBA talent, isn't he? You talk about a guard trapped in a big's body. Everyone will love. It's a Kevin Durant type body. That's what he's. Absolutely. And that's it's what a he's, great, great. It's exactly comparison. what he is, and that's what he's aspiring to be. So the the ceiling is so high for him, and good luck to him, and the way he wants to work. Why not? Absolutely. A um, one-word tips for round eighteen, please. Uh, tonight, Illawarra thirty sixes. Ooh, sixes. Southeast Melbourne at New Zealand Wednesday. Phoenix need that. Brisbane Sydney Ooh. Thursday. I'm going to give it to Brisbane. Perth Melbourne Ooh. Thursday as well. It's tough to beat in Perth, so you're going to have to go the Wildcats. Southeast Melbourne and Cairns Phoenix. on Friday. Brisbane and Wildcats on Saturday. Perth. Illawarra at New Zealand Saturday. New Zealand. Throwdown, Melbourne United, South East Melbourne, Phoenix, get there Sunday, 3 p.m. Oh, big game. Get there, United. Tickets to Ticketek. Uh, Sydney and Adelaide on Sunday. Adelaide. Cairns and Perth oh, Monday to close Perth, it. That around. could be a tough one for the Taipans. Uh, don't forget, you can watch uh, the uh, NBL. Where's my credit? Here it is. Don't forget, you can watch uh, the NBL, the Hungry Jacks NBL on SPS, Viceland, ESPN, SPS On Demand, and Twitch. All games before 7.30. Uh, they're on SPS, Viceland. All games after, they're on ESPN. All games will be streamed on SPS, On Demand, and Twitch. Pete, always a pleasure. Mate, can't wait for next week. Absolutely. Getting to the business end. That's another edition of the NBL show. We're back same time, same place next week.